Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. This podcast is about prokaryotes. Now, before we start, I can confirm that prokaryotes is not an island between Mykonos, Sakynthos, and Corfu, nor is it the future Love Island filming location. I can therefore also confirm that we will not be answering questions like, is Essex a continent? In fact, prokaryotes are cells. Not only are they cells, prokaryotic cells are the most common type of cell on Earth. They are small cells with some features in common with eukaryotic cells. Bacteria are prokaryotic and just about everything else, whether that's fungi, protozoa, algae, plants and animals are eukaryotic. Here are some features which are universal to all prokaryotic cells. They all have a cell membrane, cytoplasm, lacks membrane-bound organelles, 70S ribosomes for translating protein. These are smaller than those found in eukaryotes. Glycogen granules and oil droplets. These act as an energy store. A cell wall. The prokaryotic cell wall is made up of murine. Murine is not a brand of nail varnish, although it is a great name for one. To be fair, I prefer murine to rimmel, but is a polymer made up of polypeptides and polysaccharides, and therefore it is also known as peptidoglycan. Now, peptidoglycan is a great name, which frankly is a bit wasted in biology. I think it's a great name for nail varnish remover. For example, Haley, you should try some peptidoglycan to get all that murin off. Anyway, the cell wall is a physical barrier that protects the prokaryote from mechanical forces and water potential changes. A bit like a really good set of boots. Next, let's look at non-universal features of prokaryotic cells. In addition to these universal prokaryotic features, some prokaryotic cells may have other features, such as a flagellum and a capsule. The flagellum, plural flagella, is a long hair-like structure that rotates, allowing the prokaryotic cell to move. Think of it as a cross between a ponytail and an oar. Some prokaryotic cells are immensely proud of these and spend lots of time at prokaryotic hairdressers having highlights put in. The capsule, on the other hand, is made up of secreted slime and it helps protect the prokaryote from detection by other cells. It also allows individual bacteria to stick together. Let's face it, if you and your school friends covered yourselves in slime and stuck together in a clump, it could be a pretty effective tactic to avoiding kids from a rival school. Now, Let's look at the nucleoid. In eukaryotes, DNA is packaged with histones to form chromatin, which is stored in the nucleus. However, prokaryotes have no membrane-bound organelles, so do not possess a nucleus. This lack of a nucleus really annoys some of the more entitled snowflake prokaryotes, while others are quite chilled about it 
and point out how great the whole flagellum and slime stuff is. More to the point, prokaryotes do in fact have a nucleoid, which is a region in the cytoplasm containing the main genetic material of the cell. Prokaryotic DNA is circular and naked, not associated with any proteins. Prokaryotes also contain plasmids, which are small loops of naked DNA that are not part of the main circular DNA molecule. They can be replicated and passed on in cell division. Plasmids can also be transferred from one prokaryotic cell to another, allowing for the transfer of useful genes such as antibiotic resistance. So, the whole prokaryotes versus eukaryotes rivalry is all a bit silly, really. I mean, why can't we all just accept who we are and just get along? It stands to reason. In fact, there are similarities and differences between eukaryotes and prokaryotes. Eukaryotes and prokaryotes originate from the same common ancestor, although they can't remember its birthday and so have some features in common. However, they have evolved independently for a long period of time and therefore also have several different features, as well as different tastes in music and shoes. Let's now run through a full checklist and see how they shape up against each other. On a nucleus, that's one up to eukaryotes. We already know prokaryotes don't have one. When it comes to DNA, with eukaryotes, it's linear and packaged into chromosomes in the nucleus, all a bit uptight. But with prokaryotes, it's more groovily circular and freely floating in the cytoplasm. So a touch of the hippie in there. Cytoplasm we can tick as present in both. In eukaryotes, it contains membrane-bound organelles. A prokaryote lacks membrane-bound organelles. Shame, but what can you do, eh? Cell membranes also get a big tick in both. Membrane-bound organelles, like mitochondria, ER, and the Golgi apparatus, are present in eukaryotes, but not in prokaryotes. Ribosomes are present in eukaryotes, ATS, and in prokaryotes, 70S, busily making proteins. When it comes to cell walls, it's a sometimes for eukaryotes, either cellulose or chitin, but a confident present for prokaryotes, murine. Chloroplasts are sometimes found in eukaryotes, but are absent in prokaryotes, so pretty evenly matched so far. However, prokaryotes managed three late goals in extra time with a 3-0 victory by the flagellum, capsules, and plasmids. So, let's finish by summing up the key points about the structure of prokaryotic cells. Prokaryotic cells are much smaller than eukaryotic cells. They also differ from eukaryotic cells in having all the following. Cytoplasm that lacks membrane-bound organelles. Smaller ribosomes. No nucleus. Instead, they have a singular circular DNA molecule that is free in the cytoplasm and is not associated with proteins. A cell wall that contains murine, a glycoprotein. In addition, many prokaryotic cells have one or more plasmids, a capsule, and one or more flagella. In prokaryotic cells, DNA molecules are short, circular, and not associated with proteins. In the nucleus of eukaryotic cells, 
DNA molecules are very long, linear, and associated with proteins called histones. Together, a DNA molecule and its associated proteins form a chromosome. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built SnapRevise. SnapRevise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini revision guides and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.